Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry emphasizing God's unconditional love and grace. We pray that you'll be blessed as Andrew teaches insights from the life of Elijah. And now, here's Andrew. And when they said, He is not here, uh, there he took an oath of the kingdom and that nation that they found thee not. In other words, this shows you that Elijah, because of this drought and because he had spoken this word, Ahab knew exactly why this was happening. He knew the person that God used to bring this drought. And Elijah had said over there in 1 Kings 17, 1, that there won't be any rain or dew until I say so. In other words, he was a key figure in this whole thing. Therefore, Ahab had sought on every nation on the face of the earth looking for Elijah. Now, this is a key piece of information. And uh, it shows that God used this drought to just literally focus attention on God's man, the prophet Elijah, and Ahab had sought for him. And Obadiah, when Elijah said, go tell Ahab that I'm here, he says, what are you doing? He says, he's looked in all of these nations for you. And if I tell him that you are going to see him, then the Spirit of God's going to pick you away, take you someplace. And then when my word doesn't come to pass, Ahab will kill me. You've put a sword in his hand. In other words, this shows that they actually thought that God supernaturally was just spiriting Elijah away because they had sought for him so much that they figured they would have found him if it hadn't been some supernatural intervention and hiding of Elijah. And so Elijah gave him a promise and he says, I will appear to Ahab today. And with that word, Obadiah went off. But here is a super important piece of information. And this is going to play not only in this chapter, but also in chapter 19 after Elijah's downfall. This is really important that you understand this to get the full impact of what was happening. Here in 1 Kings chapter 18 and in verse 13, Obadiah said, Was it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord, how I hid a hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water? Now this is really important because later on Elijah says, that I, even I only remain a prophet to the Lord. He said that in the 18th chapter during this duel with the false prophets. And then he said it twice more in the 19th chapter when God appeared to him and said, what are you doing here? And Elijah says, God, I'm the only one. I'm the only one left serving you. And did you know it wasn't true? And Elijah knew that wasn't true. It's important that you recognize this because it says a number of different things. One thing it says is that Elijah was wrong. He had been told right here, there's still a hundred prophets that were hidden in a cave and Obadiah had been feeding. And yet Elijah just ignored that and chose to say that he was the only prophet of God that was left. And you know what? That's wrong. He knew better and yet God used him. Man, that's a great lesson. I'll be expounding on that a lot more as we go through this. But in 1 Kings chapter 18, and in verse 12, or excuse me, this is verse 17, it says, And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? And Elijah answered and said, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house uh, is that 
in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and has followed Balaam. Now this is really interesting to me. And you know, this is still the same way today. The same thing happens. But you talk to people outside of the church, the uh, ungodly people, and they'll sit here and they think that, man, um, uh, you know, America, the thing that's bothering America is all of you religious fanatics. And they'll say that we're the ones that are causing all of these problems. But Elijah just refused this and turned it right back around. It's not me that's troubled. Israel, it's you and your house that have brought all of this trouble to Israel because you have forsaken the Lord and you've gone and served Baal. And it's the exact same thing today. But I'm telling you, it is not the church that is the problem with America. The only real criticism I have of the church is the fact that they aren't standing up and being the salt and the light that God called them to be. But to the degree that the church is standing and proclaiming the gospel and preaching morality and preaching the truth, that's the thing that is saving this nation and any nation. And look at this in verse 19. Elijah said, Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. Now this piece of information right here shows you that Ahab and Jezebel, it had previously been said that they went to kill all of the true prophets of God and, and stamp out the worship of God. And that had been stated. But now it shows that Jezebel literally fed 850 prophets every single day at her table. In other words, this was a state-sponsored religion a religion against the true God of Israel and a religion that fostered and promoted Baal to the point that it killed anybody who disagreed with it. So this is an important piece of information. And I also want to point out that Elijah now is commanding the king and telling the king what to do. And the amazing thing is that the king obeyed. Look in the next verse, in verse 20. So Ahab sent unto all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. Now this is amazing. Elijah now was in control. But in 1 Kings chapter 17, Elijah was a nobody. Elijah didn't have an access to the king. He didn't have an inroad. He wasn't a part of the government. He wasn't the son of a prophet. He was just basically a nobody, but... He had a word from God and he went and spoke that word boldly. And because he was bold enough to pronounce and to say these things in advance, now here he is three and a half years later and this drought had brought the nation to its knees and because of it, he was the most influential person in the entire nation. And so they gathered all of the people together unto Mount Carmel. And in verse 21, it says, Elijah came unto all of the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. You know, I think this is powerful. In other words, Elijah was basically saying to all of the people, Look, you need to make a decision. You need to quit riding the fence. If God is God, then follow God. If Baal is God, well then follow Him. You know, this same thing needs to be said today. There's so many people that are entertaining the fact that yes, there's a God and maybe Jesus is the way to God and they acknowledge this. They, uh, they aren't totally opposed to it, but they aren't committed to it. 
And basically, Elijah is just saying, get off the fence. If God is God, if Jesus truly is the Son of God, if the Word of God is true, if these are the standards, well, then we need to start living by this Word. As Jesus said over in the book of Revelation when He was talking about the church of Laodicea, He says, you're lukewarm. I would you were rather cold or hot. I wish you'd get in or out. But there are so many people today who are riding the fence and they personally, privately might hold on to some of the values that the Word of God teaches, but publicly they won't do it. You need to make a decision and either go serve the devil and forsake God or commit yourself to God and live like a Christian. You need to make a decision to get in or out. And then look what Elijah said in verse 22. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. And then there was another 400 prophets of the groves. All of these were false prophets. And he said in the next verse, Let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock and lay it on wood and put no fire under. And call ye on the name of your gods and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answereth by fire, let him be the God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. Man, I love this attitude. You know what Elijah is saying? He says, Look, we serve a living God. Our God is alive. He can do things. It's not just theory with us. It's not just religion. It's not a belief. We have a living God. And these prophets of Baal, Baal is not a true God. He's not alive. He can't do anything. And he says, let's just have a demonstration. And the God who can manifest himself and do something physical, concrete, let him be the true God. And did you know all of the people answered and said it was a good thing? You know, I think that there are parallels to our day and age. And that is that, you know, the true ministers of God, I could spend days on this, but in the New Testament, Jesus said, These signs will follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall uh, speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's out of Mark chapter 16. And then down in the 20th verse, it says, So the Lord went with them and worked with them with signs and wonders following. Did you know that the true Word of God will be confirmed with miracles? Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 12, He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Did you know that the modern day church has tried to explain that away by saying, well, the greater works today are us being on television and radio and we reach masses of people and stuff. I don't believe that that's what he's talking about. But I won't even discuss that. Let's just say, what are you going to do with that portion of the verse that says, the works that I do shall they do also. Jesus went about healing, doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He saw the dead raised. He saw blind eyes open. And he said that his true ministers would do these things. Did you know if the church was just to stand up and if the true ministers of God said, all right, let's have a, 
Let's have a contest. You say that you've got the right revelation of God, that you're representing God properly. Show it to me. That's all the time we have for today, but be sure and tune in again as Andrew continues to teach on the life of Elijah. Take the opportunity to learn valuable life lessons from the Bible and avoid the school of hard knocks by getting Andrew's complete series titled Lessons from Elijah. It's available in either a CD or DVD album, a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. The third audio teaching in today's series is titled Holy Fire. It's available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this third CD free of charge. Our address is P.O. Box 3333, Colorado Springs 80934, or call 719-635-1111. Again, that's 719-635-1111, or go to our website at any hour at www.awmi.net. We hope to hear from you today. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'm the host of the Gospel Truth radio program that has been airing on radio since 1976. But we have just canceled our radio programs. I'm sad to do that, but I think that that's what I had to do. And I want to let you know that we still have our television program available, heard all over the world. We have so much ministry material available to you on our website. There's just a number of ways that you can still take advantage of the truths that God has given me. So go check it out. You can go to awmi.net on our website, and it just has all kinds of ways that you can still continue to receive. So God bless you as you continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord. Gospel Truth Radio is changing to Andrew Womack Recorded Live. Starting in November, you'll now hear the full teaching once a week. Don't forget to tune in 